I think Dylan Dennis has about $60,000 to his name. And then that's being generous. She's being attacked, harassed, and stalked by some predator pretending to be a fighter. This like sets a president for future. Sets a what exactly? A president, he said. Vivek Ramaswamy. I wasn't all super creative my whole life. We created the game. We were there when the fucking word influencer was invented. You spent $5 million on a piece of cardboard yeah. with a drawing. Yeah, and his shirt says, I'm surrounded by idiots. I'm Wrong. doing a podcast with the Paul brothers. Did you cry in your room when Jideon left the company? <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, this episode is brought to you by Better. You can download Better and build your Better Picks lineups for 100 times multipliers. The best fantasy sports app available. People are winning. Go ahead. Take my money. We're matching first deposits up to $100, so you could double your money as soon as you download the app. We're available in a ton of states, so download. See if you can play, and we're going to build a lineup. I have Tyreek Hill for more than the receiving yards. I got Joe Mixon for more than yards this week. I got to go with the more on yards for Justin Jefferson this week. So more than Tyreek Hill, more than on Joe Mixon, and more than on Justin Jefferson. This is our Better Picks lineup. Y'all can download and play for NFL Sunday, Monday, and Thursday. Get in on the action, baby. Go, 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 go. Hey, there's our guest. Everyone give it up for... Uh, Pink Jaw. Jay Leno. <laughs> That's fucked up. Yeah, that's not funny. <laughs> it's funny because that's if your you, daddy. <laughs> you want to start this up? No, I don't. No, you don't. I don't. I don't. I don't. Do you? Well, we have two of our biggest guests thus far: Owen Wilson and Jay Leno. In <laughs> one fucking night. This All is, right. So you want to? No, I don't. I don't. I don't. All right. We have our first uh, guest <laughs> on straight from the Alien versus Predator movie. It's <laughs> Mr. Predator himself. Nick, you're just as much of a predator, buddy. <laughs> You're a big grizzly. Okay, here we go. Instead Come of John Morant, you're wide Morant. Jake, let's be nice to each other. Don't do not do that, please. Don't do what, bro? You started it. I didn't. I didn't. <laughs> you did it? I'm drunk. I'm drunk right now. You look like Draymond Green's high school picture. It's, okay. It's absurd. Okay, okay. Let's, not, okay, let's actually not do that. Did the podcast just start? Yes, Hold it up. did. Put your fucking headphones on. You're late to class. Hold up. All right. So we have... The biggest guest on today in BS uh, history. Mm, yep. This is big, man, and this is huge. and hopefully we we don't we don't mess it up. We have You're talking about it like it's the president. <laughs> no, I know. We're, yeah, this show is bullshit. Anyways, you can't mess up a bullshit show. Yeah, we're on a couch. Like so. we're already gonna win. We're at home today. I, I'm I like this. Yeah. I'm all cozy. You you're the only guy with shoes on. But, yeah. Yeah. You well. Know. Whatever. Got to keep them on because of the fit. But yeah, uh, big, big guest on today. Medium-sized guest. He's pretty large. In fact, people say that he's on steroids because of how large he is. I might be hey, people. Buddy. Give me a bookie. Hey. But. It's Thor. Hi, buddy. Wrap <laughs> it up. Here he's the he big is. guest. Put him up here. Come on, buddy. Come on. Woo. Come on, buddy. We have. Come here, bookie. WWE superstar. Vine. Legend, founder of a billion dollar company. Wow, who the fuck is this? Social media megalodon. Pokemon, Pokemon collector extraordinaire. Please welcome to the set of BS with Jake Paul, Logan Paul. Logan Paul. Logan freaking Paul, man. Uh, 
<laughs> Download better, dude. I feel like I'm sitting next to Patrick Starr right now, dude. What's up with the pink blanket? <laughs> uh, I, go I feel like I'm with a fit like that. Weak as a I feel like I'm sitting next to Duke Nukem. Fuck you. Who like, is Duke Nukem? Search up Duke Nukem. He's on the screen All right, right we'll now. We'll put a side by side. But no, 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 we won't. No, no, we won't. Metal Gear Solid ass. Bro, new Patek. 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 What is it really? No, it's Patek. Patek. Yeah, I think it's yeah, Patek. Yeah, it's Patek. It's Patek. Can, yeah. you show, can you show your camera? It's that one on the left. <laughs> yeah, new watch. That's pretty what sick. What about the other wrist? What's going on there? Uh, yeah. bro broke it. Broke my wrist. What? Wait, wait. Like, like again? Yeah, again. So are you able to fight? Yeah, I'm able to fight for sure. When did this happen? Uh, a couple days ago in, in training. How did it happen? <laughs> Just a punch. I landed a punch wrong. And uh, have some wrist problems. I broke my wrist in the past. Um, is it from the bike when you broke your wrist? So stupid, Jake. Yes, it is. And I can't believe it because right before <laughs> we did that, you looked at me because I asked you to do the tandem bike jump with me. Yeah. We went off a ramp that was like three and a half, four feet high on a tandem bike. If you can imagine what that looks like. Well, we can put the clip. No, we won't. <laughs> We're putting the clip. We're not putting the clip. <laughs> That clip was crazy. <laughs> that clip was insane. Now I went off this jump with John Marionek, and Marionek. I I landed on my I landed on my wrist and I broke my wrist. But right before we did it, you looked at me when I invited you to do it, and you're like, "Hey, bro, we're not crash dummies." Yeah. And I remember thinking, "I, I kind of am." <laughs> I kind of am. You kind man. of always have been like the one who does crazy stunts, like jumping out of windows for Vine. Yeah. Yeah. Crazy shit. Yeah, and I think honestly that like in the WWE, I get to actually like use it for good, like use my ability to just send my body off th things for good. I'll be honest, bro. I didn't fucking break my wrist. All right, I didn't break my wrist. Oh, okay. I know I lied. I lied because Wait, I'll tell you why, bro. Content? No, because I'll tell you why. What the fuck? I, because I'm not trying to scare Dylan away from this fight. You're an attention he, whore. In, a, in many ways. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. You're not trying to? Because you know that kid in high school that really didn't break his shit but wore oh a fake little guy. Fake and little the, the, the volleyball bitch that wore a knee brace. Like, bitch, you're not hurt. You're jumping around right now. What the fuck is... What are you doing? Yeah, yeah. Nah, he's already making excuses. So I figured if I came out here and said I broke my wrist, he'd be like, oh... But now you just gave up the bit so fast. Yeah, I should have. Yeah, you should put it back on. <laughs> give me the wrist. Give, the, give it back. <laughs> All right, and cut. Um, bro, I, I honestly think he has to fight now. I mean, we could just get right into it. We can get right into it, bro. You don't, you don't normally do podcasts, so it's great to have you on. I'm excited that we're here. We have a lot to talk about, a lot to cover. Welcome back to BS with Jake Paul. Let's Subscribe, go. like, Let's go. comment. Here comes all the juiciness. But I have, uh, I think he's forced to fight now. Interestingly enough, because he committed a federal crime, which was dis, what's it called? Disinseminating? Uh, the word is disseminating. Disseminating? But, yeah, you don't got to get into the details. And there's more counts coming. It's, it's, it's heavy, dude. I'll be honest. It's a fucking 50 caliber adamantium bullet to the dome. He's fucked. And ironically... Crime stoppers. We're about to catch a predator October 14th, bro, because he, he has some real predatorial shit, which is what he's in trouble for. But ironically, I think it's what you said. He has to fight now because he has tons of lawyers to pay for, probably for the next. I mean, I know how these lawsuits work. 
probably two, three years worth of Damn. lawyers. And if you have good lawyers, he, he said 400K in lawyer fees is probably going to be way more than that, actually. Yo, but yo. What's interesting. What about the damages? Yeah. That's just no, that's just that's, that's just the lawyer. It's just to defend 100%. himself when he's going to lose because Yowza. because Damn. if he pulls out, he still has to pay the lawyer fees because the lawsuit's still there, and he has to pay the hundred k. I know this guy doesn't. <laughs> I bet you. I bet you in his bank account. I've done a little bit of math, and I think Dylan Dennis has about sixty thousand dollars to his name. And then that's being generous. Oh, that need them racks. And so he, I, I think now because of the lawsuit, he has to fight you to make the money that from the fight that he was going to make. But before that, I fully thought he was going to back out. But interestingly enough, he walked himself into this situation where he's going to need money. Otherwise, he's going to declare bankruptcy. But even then, it doesn't end. You, you, you put liens on every paycheck he gets for the rest of his life. Yeah. It's all. It's all. Y'all trying to garnish his wages? Daniel. And for from the outside looking in, I know you can't speak upon it or maybe something, maybe we have to cut this out, but basically like from my point of view and what I've seen is this is like a serious, like he, he actually did this. It's set in stone and then now has like admitted to it on camera. So it's yeah, like this, game over, this? game over checkmate is what I think the lawyers would be saying. Yesterday on Instagram, you posted that there's an unreleased clip from your face to face where he incriminates himself. Are you allowed to discuss? I don't know if you put that out. He posted I, it. I posted, he posted it today. It. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's just uh, in the face-to-face, I gave him a little light deposition where he incriminated himself. But he's a dumbass, so he didn't know what I was doing. And he doesn't know that what he did is is wrong. Like, I also think people are confused about what the lawsuit is. I think a lot of people think it's about, like, the photos he's been posting, the photos that are online. It's not. It's about a serious crime he committed. And and to be honest, I don't know if I want to or even can or should dive in that much because I don't want to undermine the, the justice system. Like, uh, it speaks for itself. And I, I don't want this to appear to be like fight promotion. Yeah, Does I don't think sense? it is. It's, I think the fight's this, already promoted. It, it, the lawsuit has nothing to do with me, bro. This, yeah. this is this is this is this is Nina's thing. This is her decision. I support her one hundred fucking percent. I love that girl so much, and uh, this has been cra- crazy, crazy for both of oh, us. What do you mean what? you love her so much? We don't get to see your relationship burn and crash and everything. <laughs> what do you mean you love her so much? You weren't supposed yo, to do that. Yo, You're supposed to get divorced. I know it's crazy. This bro, generation. You don't. You're not letting the internet run your life. It's crazy. <laughs> this this generation's so fickle, bro. Like I put a, a ring on that girl's finger because I wanted to spend the rest of my life with her. A little bump in the road because she's being attacked, harassed, and stalked by some predator pretending to be a fighter doesn't change any of that. I like that. I like that. That that's fucking sick, bro. And that that's missing in our society the, these days. And just strong fucking relationships. That's what marriage is. It's a commitment through it's a fucking thing. A team. Bingo. Y'all are a team and and I'm sure I'm sure in the long run it's gonna make things way fucking stronger for y'all, which is very respectable and and honestly like kind of magical that Dylan made that happen for y'all's relationship. <laughs> but I did see that Dylan's already sort of like making fun of the legal system and like avoiding the serve notice bro so he's already kind of like <laughs> taking this whole thing as a joke like he doesn't think that 
all this shit is real. I think he's going to find out really quickly that you cannot fuck around in these situations. As the saying goes, the more you fuck around, mm. the more you find out. Mm. That's it. And uh, he, he's going to find out. He's we actually have a pie chart to illustrate that. Yeah. Welcome. Yeah. Okay. But, but, the more you fuck around, the more you find out. Yeah. yeah. Question though. Do you guys think that this like sets a president for future sets a what exactly like, like, like a president like, he said like which one the vague ramaswamy which president? Yeah, to vote for him i, I love him <laughs> first president uh he's giving out the voting yo yo no nah, but do, do you do you feel like <laughs> first, like and, he, and his shirt says i'm surrounded by idiots because <laughs> i'm, I'm doing a podcast with the paul brothers <laughs> hey, that's fucked up that, che that checks out we have high iq what about for he created billion dollar company <laughs> drink Alleg company allegedly, beverage allegedly. he created big company can i get a loan when you exit by the way no you wouldn't loan me money absolutely not like if I was like crashed out in the worst situation possible and I texted you like, yo, I just need like 20 bands. I'd say hit Jacob. Are you serious? Why would you hit me up, Jasper? Because like, I don't know. Like I, that's, I'm a, I'm the honorary Paul brother. I couldn't get a little 20. You, you did. You know what? Actually, I rescind that. You did throw a chair at that guy who was trying to get at Greg at Jake's fight. You threw a chair at him. He walked over and said, I'm going to slap the shit out, Logan. So it was for both you guys. Yeah, I, I, I give you the loan. There it is. Hell yeah. That was a $20,000 20, $20, chair throw. Good this job. <laughs> but for future fights, like for guys like you who are out of your fucking mind and just love talking shit and just pushing the pedal to the metal, do you feel like this kind of sets that? Precedent. Don't be afraid. It's precedent. No, no, no. Yeah, yeah. Right, right, right. Um, so the problem with you, Logan <laughs> I got many problems The problem with you is They have all of them <laughs> You spent five million dollars on a piece of cardboard yeah. With a drawing on it Yeah. So when you laugh at me <laughs> I want that to be in the front of your mind Yeah Um. Yeah. yeah do you, are you worried that your artillery, artillery One day will get you sued by a, a fucking idiot That you're fighting And No because I like don't across lines and shit well <laughs> i think there's a big difference between crossing the line and breaking a federal law yeah 100%. like you know what I'm saying? bro you could cross you could cross the line this is the fight game i haven't, I'm, I'm, I haven't talked as much shit recently though i've kind of been super docile it, like it does and shit. yeah it ayahuasca. does cool off when you mature Hi, hashtag ayahuasca yeah <laughs> how do you feel about people wait, saying wait. you guys traded places yeah, what the fuck, dude? What, what did we do? You became so mature, and now I'm just a dickhead. What happened? <laughs> Bro, we got to go do ayahuasca together. Are you down? I have to drugs with you, Jake. It's a medicine. <laughs> yeah, whatever. It's a medicine. Yeah, whatever, dude. It's a medicine, people. Okay, dude. If everyone did ayahuasca every single year, like, all the world's problems would be solved. I swear. Can I? Twice a year. <laughs> can, I, like, can I tell them what you texted me? I think it's so funny from my perspective. But yeah, yeah, of course. Is it okay? Yeah, of course. Well, like, yeah, we, yeah, yeah. we can we can talk about it now, but it's just this was so funny to me, and I have, think I have a lot to learn. I'm just a little afraid. But Jake texted me, and he offered me to do a ketamine ceremony to like you know get out of my head, relax the muscles, bring the positive vibes up. And in my head, I'm like, ketamine. I've seen people do that at Burning Man. And like enter K holes and I am a victim. Leave their bodies and I am a victim. Yeah, <laughs> has, so you talking about ceremonies? It has a, <laughs> it has a sort of bad reputation as this like party drug, but when you use it through to through meditation, 
it's so fucking powerful and it's such a different different experience and it's very spiritual and psychedelic and it has so many answers that come through all and the time what he's talking about you're not snorting it it's, it's like a lozenge that you put it's yeah and it's it's like actually from like that changes a doctor things. it's not like it's legal it's prescribed you elon musk does it like all the entrepreneurs and ceos are really like starting to to use ketamine ketamine therapy and it takes this like pressure off your shoulders it's 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 really nice man it it's the reason i stopped drinking was because of this just fully stop stop drinking like last week stop drinking for like nine months oh, which okay, is like okay. the longest <laughs> okay. longest i've gone and and now back to sobriety which is like before I feel like I would like struggle with it to like bouncing back to sobriety. And now it's just like, I don't even give a fuck. So yeah, he came out of this, uh, like with more realization. And I feel like this last time he drank, gave him like closure. He like did it and was like, this shit isn't as fun as I thought it was. Like he scratched the itch and then realized like this shit sucks. You may have a back and forth relationship with alcohol your whole life and there's nothing wrong with that yeah and you don't have to shoot yourself in the foot because this time around it wasn't as fun you just might not be in that phase yeah you know but i think um back going back to the the ketamine therapy or ayahuasca it's all sort of like the same category i think it'd be dope for us to do as a family i've tried to get dads down mom's a little bit scared but i think it'd be sick for us to all go greg has to come out his body <laughs> Greg on some Greg Paul. What's the goal there as a family? Like, if you were to go on that trip, what's what's the overarching goal for you guys as a family? It seriously brings you so much closer to all the people in that environment, and it's a great time to reflect, to have those conversations that families don't normally have. Breaks down those barriers. Breaks down those barriers. It feels like an actual rest, an actual vacation. There's no phones. You're on this perfect diet. There's no service, and it's it's just really really magical and your energies are combined in this in this ceremony and so it just brings up a, a lot of interesting conversations a lot of interesting thoughts and a lot of my ceremony last time was about our family and i wish y'all were there so that we could like talk about it talk work through things all of this stuff but it's very very powerful and i think Everyone seems to be like a lot of people are scared of ayahuasca. It has this crazy reputation. Same with like ketamine and all of these things. Like drinking alcohol is ten times scarier than these things. In some sense, though, I think rightfully so. It, it is to be respected. It is. It, it's no joke. These things are very powerful, and they can really shatter a lot of self beliefs that you had about yourself or the world or perceptions you had on reality. And if you're not prepared for that properly, it definitely can shatter somebody so it, it, it is to be it gives feared pe- and respected yeah but it gives people exactly what they need mm-hmm. that's what's interesting it's a smart medicine anyways prime what is it true <laughs> no no what is it is it true i don't know if people know this story and i and i think i have this like inkling of a thought that and i think you told me this once but and i don't know why or if you've said it or if you're saving it for something but it, is it true that you like wrote the logo on a napkin and that's like what the actual logo is? It wasn't a napkin. It was a, yeah, it was a piece of paper. But My yeah. own brother created a billion dollar company and wrote the logo on a fucking piece of paper and then used your own fucking brain to manifest this thing into the biggest influencer celebrity company of the past 
two decades and can't get three, three racks. Prob- probably, <laughs> no you got it you got your 20 racks <laughs> probably the biggest celebrity influencer company ever actually and that's me doing the math of the revenue numbers and shit that i hear behind closed doors yeah no it's it's insane it's insane um i never thought success would find me in this way you know when we were in 6800 Vine, and I go to my room next door, and I see Jake registering LLCs, you know, Team 10 LLC, and he's emailing Mark Cuban, talking about coming up with these billion-dollar ideas. Both of us had always had these super aspirational goals, but we didn't know what it actually looked like. Everything's just an idea until it has some meat on it, and man, this company really worked. You being on the the marketing front of that, what are those brainstorming sessions look like like where where are your ideas marketing wise coming from you sit in a room smoking weed and with a, with a notebook <laughs> I wish. like a maniac are you at a boardroom with a bunch of other people what's where where do your best ideas come from i hate sitting and brainstorming i hate it i i live my life and ideas come to me i get inspired by something i see and we text the group we bounce it back and forth and it's usually just like off the dome but everyone on our team is always on when you have like young, hungry entrepreneurs, like I said, under 30, like these aren't old people. These are fucking dogs, mm-hmm. demons in the trenches every single day, 24 hours a day. We have an idea at 3 a.m. We're riffing on it and then activating on it um, because at least now people are willing to have the conversation with us about some pretty creative activations, you know, like, dude, signing Erling Holland. That should never have happened. Like, how did we get <laughs> like one of the best football players in the world? Yeah. And it just he 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 saw who we had already signed. He believed in the brand. He believes in the vision. And now he's a prime athlete because of what we what we built. We keep and have laid an amazing foundation for the future. Um, and we're in a we're in a pretty unique position. I don't know if it's happened before. I don't think it has because I saw this tweet. Uh, I think I brought it up to you, but it was like when people made their first billion. A lot of these people, Warren Buffett, Elon Musk, Jay-Z, all these people, like you think it's, it's so early and it's really not. Like, it, takes, it takes forever, dude. It takes a lifetime. Warren Buffett was what, like, like 40 something? Yeah, I don't even know. But I don't know the actual numbers, but they'll be on the screen. But I think the only one that's on there that's like super shocking, right, is like Evan Spiegel of Snapchat yeah, yeah, yeah. and like Mark Zuckerberg of Facebook yeah. when they were like 26, 27. <laughs> It's it'd be so crazy, bro. Like in the next two to three years, if you hit that and just like top all of them pretty much and become like the third youngest billionaire ever. Wow. <laughs> yeah, I guess it would be crazy. Does this Did I just make you realize it? It's just weird to hear because <clears throat> you've always been the one to I kind of have that goal of being a billionaire. Yeah. You know, I always thought it would be fucking sick. Yeah. And don't get me wrong. I like money, but I, I never feel like I'm chasing the bag. I think I'm chasing the freedom. Yeah. A hundred percent. And the money and the freedom go hand in hand. And I think I'm addicted to just doing what I want when I want. And being able to buy a five million dollar Pokemon card if I feel like it, like it's a good, it's a good feeling, and I really enjoy building and creating. And I happen to be a 
live at the right time in the right generation where the things that I'm good at are the things that people like to spend their time on. Well, that's what it was for me was always the challenge of getting to the billion because I think it's the hardest challenge in the world. It's like the ultimate game of Monopoly. And I went to Silicon Valley when I was like 18 with Corey Levy and Jesse Michaels and they showed me around to Uber to Airbnb, to Twitter, and I got to see all these offices, Google. I got to meet all these like founders of these billion dollar companies and I'm sitting there like talking to them and they weren't any different. Like it wasn't like there were some like super geniuses mm, or something. Mm. And I'm like, yo, if I could do it or if they could do it, then I can do it. For and sure. so it was just like this challenge of like, let me see if I can do all of these things because there's so much that, that goes into it that is what makes it fun. And I truly think it's the hardest challenge in the world. And I, I love that challenge and trying to get there and attain that and to, to be at that level of like figuring out how to do it. No, the journey is amazing and you have to learn to appreciate that. Yeah. The journey. You got to love what you do. Mm. You got to love what you do. And I love what I do. It's so fun to me. I feel so full at the end of the day. I feel so grateful. Um, and I'm, I'm not religious. I think people know this, but I believe in God. And my version of prayer is just that of gratitude. I say mm-hmm. thank you every night. I, I rarely ask for stuff. <laughs> uh, but you gotta, you gotta, you gotta love what you do. And um, if if I didn't, I don't think I'd be in this position. But I, I love building and I love making. And I'm not contrary to popular belief. And although I can like point at a company that I own and be proud of its success. I'm really not like a good businessman. I know what I'm good at and I've partnered with the good businessmen who know what they're good at. And we all kind of fill in the gaps to make this really good team. That's what I'm saying. It's all, it's all a team, you know, like no, a hundred percent. I think that's something that's super important. When I was younger as a businessman, I was like trying to do it all. And that was a mistake. It's smart to partner with the people who are better at, other things than yourself and to create that team sitting sitting on a company this big with the success it's had is there temptations of exiting is there any thoughts of like when do i exit this and then also like how do you know how long to keep your your foot on the gas with with this company that's a great question well first off all i know is foot on the gas okay so like that shit for like forever (laughs) like literally forever until i'm no longer a part of the company which i just don't see happening to answer the second part of your question i always want to have and retain ownership in prime even if it's just a little bit i really feel like this company is my baby and i really think it's a great company and so i'd love to ride with it for the rest of my life i'd love for it to become a legacy brand like Mm -hmm. like why can't this be the next gatorade like, like literally Gatorade is so fucking archaic and our thesis was to create a better for you hydration beverage. We did it. We were right. People bought it. They like it. They agree with us. Like it, like there's no reason you should be drinking 150 plus calorie drink with 27 grams of sugar. And if you want to hydrate, that's insane. I think the product speaks for itself. And I think people see past, uh, made up hypotheses and, and, and derived scientific data that has a bit of opinion and bias in it. Dude, when you try to disrupt well-established industries that have big heads already at the table, they don't want you to sit at that table because that means you're taking money out of their pocket. I mean, is this this the first time that that's something like that has been possible because of leveraging social media? Up until now, 
people haven't been able to do that. You'd just get bought out and they would acquire your company and then that's that. But now there's a unique, it seems there's a unique position where well, you don't need to have them buy you out. You can... Yeah, we, we, can, we can stand on our own yeah. and continue building this company. And I think at least if you map out the trajectory... Inshallah, things go the right way. We're headed one direction. And that direction is to become the legacy brand that will be taking a massive chunk of the market. Yep. And they don't want that. That, that. that goes directly against all their uh, business practices. Like, we are a competitor and a, and a fierce competitor at that. Yeah. No, we love it. We love it. And I don't, I don't think this is the side of uh, you that you show often because... And neither do I like we just get lost in these like headlines and clip outs and like us being crazy and all this shit. But this is like to me what the most interesting part and, and what we don't show and what we want to show soon coming. We, we want to make a Paul uh, reality TV uh -oh. show and to, to show really all the behind <laughs> the scenes of this stuff because there's so much interesting things happening and so many businesses being made. But also, I think maybe part of the interesting thing, at least for me anyways, is that behind the scenes of, of building and that creative marketing isn't always so glorious, dude. Like it's us on our phone, <laughs> editing stupid captions on TikTok, yeah. expanding, looking up fonts to make it look different. When the voice comes in, like just it's the smallest little things, but because we understand the program that we are using and we get the language, we can speak it fluently to our audience. And that's the interesting part, and even though it might not look like, a hundred million dollar movie set that most people use to promote their brand or and doing it for a decade i think what you were talking about earlier with like coming up with ideas when we were both vlogging every day it forced us to exercise our muscle of creativity because we had to make something amazing every single day and so what i notice now is i'm able to just like garner tons of creative ideas instantly instantly whenever i just want to or uh -huh. think about it just because i had to do it for two years straight every single day i had this thought the other day i think creativity can be learned it is yeah 100 percent. sure it's repetitions but I, it, it literally is reps dude like yeah. i thought i thought for the longest time i was like i'm well, i was born to be a creative and in many ways maybe that is true but also I wasn't, I wasn't all super creative my whole life. Mm -hmm. I was a kid that dad locked me out of the house and you out of the house and he said, go, go play in the woods, your kids. And we come what up with stupid fuck? games and then next thing you know, we're exercising our mind every day just trying to entertain ourselves because boredom <laughs> was our life. Boom. That's I it. Literally, That's it. That is it. Boredom. boredom. Yeah. I literally said the other day, and I still suffer from extreme boredom. Yeah. And I think that's Good. a beautiful thing. Good. Yeah. And that's why I just start doing like crazy shit. I'll start jumping around the house, running around outside, annoying my friends, fucking poking them in the you ear. You really get bored? I get oh my so God. bored. No way. I'm no the, I'm the way. Most, I, I think I'm the most bored person no in the world. No way. And that's why I just like constantly need like to do something or like am fucking around. And when I, when I get really bored, I get so silly and weird just to entertain myself. You're mad silly. I think yeah. there's a really important lesson in here for the viewer. If, if you're somebody who has any creative aspirations, you're living in a time where you have endless stimulation right here. So you can, if you don't want to be, you can never be bored because this has never ending stimulation here for you. If you want to come up with creative ideas, write a great song, write a great script, whatever it may be in, in the creative field, 
you need to force yourself into boredom. You need to make the, the, the cognitive decision to remove yourself from that endless stimulation. Sit in a room for an hour. If you have to write something, if you have to come up with an idea, sit in a room for an hour and, and hope that ideas come and guess what? They will. You have to force yourself into this space, whatever that space is where ideas come to you, but you can't just sit and yeah, don't just, stimulate it to death because then it won't. It distracts you from that. Yeah, it's, don't just go to the phone when you're bored. That's one thing I won't do. So that that's powerful. So you're sitting on this uh, billion-dollar company, multi-billion-dollar company. Inshallah. Inshallah. And breaking down walls, you know, I, business schools will study it one day. So I want to know, did you cry in your room um, – when you guys heard the news that Jadion left the company. <laughs> oh, fuck. <laughs> Yo, what is your deal with this kid? Because no, nothing. Okay. He's asking a serious No, because question. because this is where things went wrong the first time. You made that one comment. About what was the comment? It was on the couch. On the couch. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, can you move to your left a little? I'm not Jideon. Just because we, we want to let Zach sit down and you're kind of taking up the space. Do I look like Jideon? Huh? I'm your own brother. I'm not, I'm not a fanboy like Jideon who's like, oh, yes, Logan. Oh, yes, Logan. I'm your own brother, bro. We can go toe to toe. And it pissed him off. Yeah, because he, yeah, he's insecure. And he went on a rampage. Rampage. So then I texted him. I was like, hey, I think that was a little kind of too far. Like, Jake was just making a stupid joke. And then he didn't like that. Um, and then something else happened. I don't know. And then you guys were, like, backstage all of a sudden. And now uh, he's, he's just continuing on this rampage. Uh, Gideon didn't leave Prime. His contract just ended. Why didn't you guys renew it? I didn't even know he was a part of Prime. Because he doesn't he doesn't want to he doesn't want to renew it. Yeah, he was a Prime ambassador and he he did great. He's he's great. Jideon's a fantastic creator. I was gonna he, say, and, and I don't know if there is any actual bad blood, but he seems like a really well rounded, like decent kid. I don't I don't think he I don't know. I don't, he he um he apologized to me. Mm-hmm. He shot me a text. And when? Apo- which time? This last time. Oh like wow. like within the past week. Uh, and that took courage and I appreciated the apology because I really, I really don't feel like I did anything wrong. You what know, what was the situation exactly? I know. Somebody well, I just, face. I, I made a joke and I didn't, I don't even think like, I don't even know who posted it. I think maybe better posted it. It was on your Snapchat. And I didn't even think it was going to get posted. Like I'm a lot of times like shit just gets posted and it's like, I made a joke about you sitting next to me not even meaning to offend him whatsoever I think that was a big thing it was like that was lost in translation i really when i heard you say it i didn't think you had ill will no not him. at all not at all and he just was like this fucking asshole like he did not take it as a joke and then Ew. just went on an hour rampage i guess on his live stream and so just bringing up any little thing he could yeah, like you, you essentially, you essentially like poked him, and he took a lightsaber to your fucking head. Yeah, and, and I just didn't think it was appropriate. And I had the link to him, so I was like, "Hey, dude, like, you want to talk about something with Jake?" 
ever like reach out to me we can hash this out without having to drag up the entirety of jake's worst moments in his life online no and and i just have love for him like i he needs that he needs a hug because those types of kids are hurting so bad and when one person brings up the one or two things that they're hurting about they just break and crumble and so my answer to it is like jd on bro i'll give you a hug like i i feel like you need it no harsh feelings you can use me as your punching bag all of that but um just chill out bro it's not that serious he is a good kid you said yeah, it. he seems like it. I mean, he's a good kid um and like I I just, mean, you guys uh, know that you know like he's fucking on like the ride of a lifetime right now. Okay, so that's that's what I was gonna say. Yeah, man, when you factor in all this, all these external scenarios, fame, money, attention, views, clout, women, that shit clouds and, your mind. Yeah, man, you just you everything gets so skewed, you know. And um, I think with I think with live streaming too. This like this like live stream era is even more fucking demanding. insane. It's yeah. worse. It's insane. The, it's the things sick. the things that these people are doing on live stream and the things that they're saying are wild. I feel like it takes a part of your soul away. Like you, you become like less human mentally. Like I don't know. Everything is just for that moment. Like it's uh, it's fucking weird. Well, it's one thing to create and edit a fifteen minute video that's entertaining every day. It's another thing to be on a stream for six hours and have to be entertaining <clears throat> every single day. It's it's actually a lot a <clears throat> lot worse for sure. It's hard. It's hard. Like I got I got got to give props to the live streamers. That shit is exhausting. Yeah. Like I, you, you also can't take anything back. Like I feel like you don't. Yeah. You're not a long term thinker when you stream. It's like just in that moment, whatever the fuck you say is now broadcasted to the entire world. And and there's a big culture right now for. Uh, commentary for some reason like a lot of people critique hmm. and have stopped creating hmm. and there's an appetite for it which is interesting and, and kind of cool it's just so it's just so interesting like when when did when did the commentary of certain people become the spine of belief it's so interesting i saw your homeboy the musician calling out H three H three. Oh, Oliver Tree. Yeah, <laughs> yo, I love Oliver. Yeah, I saw him. I saw. I just saw this clip on TikTok. Yeah, it's beautiful. He, I mean, I mean, he was. To Oliver he was, Tree. I think he was he's trolling. Yeah, they're friendly. But it was, yeah, it was true. Obviously. Well, I I saw the video as this is so true. I mean, it has merit for sure. Yeah, this for is sure. so true for sure. And and uh, it's so much easier to just be the critic, and all the negative comments are what rise to the top, and we've created this society of like hate and ill will that like supersedes all of this shit so i mean bro at the end of the day you lay in your bed and at the end of the day it's night that is at, at the end of the day brush your teeth shit. you know so you lay in your bed you lay in your bed and it's like what did i do today what have i accomplished what have i what have i done and i have just never been the type of person to be satisfied making my entire life and my social value on talking about other people. I've, I've, that just doesn't fulfill me. And it fulfills some people. And that's cool. But, you know, when your life is all said and done. And they're, they're writing you up in the history books. What are they going to say about you? This was a hater. <laughs> <laughs> no, it really, what are they going to say were, about you? We were just talking about this yesterday, actually, last night. 
and it's it's interesting for a lot of reasons it's interesting because one there is now sometimes there's there's merit behind it and if somebody is doing something horrible for sure like it makes sense for people to have commentary on it but it's become a thing where like any time somebody who is doing something brave in trying they're trying something right they're going out in the scary world on a public stage and trying something and then some people fall short sometimes and when those people fall short and then there's a celebration and a party of like yes look at Bobby Altoff was on top of the world and now she made a misstep and she's crashing and burning. Look like, at her. Why? And there's like why? millions of people like, yes, burn. <laughs> why? It's like, it's like, even even before that, the debunking stage were like, oh, this is an industry plan. Yeah, or, it's the insecurities or, within that with all these people that the only way they could insane. justify her success and make themselves feel better about not fucking doing anything is to say, oh, she's an industry plan. When you started doing the unthinkable, winning all your fights, oh, there is rigged. It's, yeah. it's this, like, bro, just fucking accept it. I, and, I, and I think, once again, important lesson for those out there, it's because it's, it's even more scary. It's already scary enough to go out into the world and try. Because if you try, you might fail. And now, when people's failures are being celebrated, it gets even scarier. But I, I think it's important for kids at home not to fucking be discouraged by that and know that like the only way you're going to get where you want in life or remotely close is by trying and failing. And you're going to fail, but fuck, man, it is an interesting time where like failure is being like fucking monetized and like viewed it's, by it's, millions of people. And it's like, the culture yes. right now to like just fuel negativity. It's, it's but, but it's never coming from people who have tried in their life because people who have tried knows how scary it is. And they don't, they don't, it takes a bit of, Fuck, man, I think it's like a lack of humility on the, on the commentator's end. It's like, man, who the fuck do you think you are to sit there in your room and, and think that you're all-knowing and all-good, that you can comment on other people's... A motherfucker that's never and I wanna, done with their commentator I also, also want to be specific. If, now, that's, it is different when somebody really does something terrible or really has done some, something wrong to the world or to other people. That, that's a bit different. But just like when somebody slips and falls for you to sit there and be like, ha, 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 come on, man. Like, who the fuck are you? Like... They're just dorks. They're dorks that have a voice because of social media. Make no mistake. You catch these people in the wild. They're sheep disguised as sheep with Twitter. Yeah. Dorks. They're sheep disguised as lions. You're, no. They're, they're sheep, sheep disguised as sheep with Twitter. They're sheep. No they yeah. don't they don't come across as lions to anyone. They they might they might have a following. Cool. What what is that? Who are you? What 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 do your followers mean? What does the attention you get mean? Does is that what validates you? Is that what makes you confident? Who are you? What have you done? What have you done? At the end of the day, it's nighttime. It's nighttime. What have you accomplished? Yeah. What's your resume? nothing? Yeah, interesting I, world. Downfall culture right now is massive. How? Sucks. I feel like you're probably one of the people who's been at the center of that for like a decade and had a target on your back. Yeah, look who's talking, buddy. No, I know, but I'm the I'm the I'm the <laughs> shit. I'm the host, so I'm asking you the questions. Yeah, you're the guest, buddy. You're in our neck look of the woods. Who's talking, buddy? Has that like made you stronger? Was it hard well, at first? And and on top of that, how much of it do you think is warranted? Yeah, that's a, that's the other thing. Jake, I've given people a decent amount of reasons to yeah. not like me, you know. Um and some people have chosen to forgive. Some people have not. And that's just the way the world is. Some people have that ability to exercise that muscle of forgiveness. Some people want to tear you down for the rest of your life. Mm -hmm. And undoubtedly, it's made me stronger. What doesn't kill you makes you stronger, literally. 
Uh, I've also become such a better person from all my ups and my downs because I'm really willing and really enthusiastic to learn from it. I now like really viscerally understand that when you're you're at the bottom of a pit, that is where you get the most valuable learnings in life sure. to craft that best version of yourself. And Absolutely. I really understand that. So like when I'm when I'm struggling and things are hard, I can trust in the growth that I know will come and I really appreciate that. And so that helps get me through the mud. Um, but the thing is now, and it's really active for me currently, is like any little thing you do that can be perceived the wrong way, if you have someone who's willing to tell that false narrative, you're fucked. You don't get that second chance. The second chances don't really exist these days you gotta you gotta earn it you really gotta earn it i earned my chance by fighting by boxing by literally like fighting and like being like hey like please let me earn this chance to be forgiven if you have it in your hearts and again some people chose to forgive me some people chose to believe i'm a permanent bad guy which just isn't the truth dude like i can sit here and with my chest out and, and chin held high, looking my, myself in the mirror at the end of the night and say, I'm a good person. And I know that. But, I, but, but, but some people will refuse to believe that until the day that they die and they'll be lying to themselves, bro. Like people, people are, are waiting, waiting, bro, for us to fail. And shit, I hope y'all motherfuckers are patient. Please. I hope y'all motherfuckers are patient. Please keep fucking waiting. And that's what I kind of wanted to say to the, to the internet is it's funny that y'all still try to attack me or my brother for any darn thing because we've been here in this game for fucking decades. We're monuments in the game. We're statues of the game. We created the game. We were there when the fucking word influencer was invented. And y'all still think y'all have the audacity to try to rip us down and tear us apart. Y'all are playing our game, our chess match, and you're making us bigger. If you don't like someone, don't talk about them. But we're here forever, and together we're stronger than fucking ever. We're just getting started, 26, <laughs> 28. Yeah, and yeah. if y'all motherfuckers <laughs> literally think that y'all can go on X or Twitter or Instagram or YouTube and say anything about us, our brands, our family, our, our friends, y'all must be fucking mistaking yourselves. Save yourself the time and jump on the bandwagon because... Like I said, we're just getting fucking started. And y'all motivate me when y'all do that stupid, silly shit. I'm here forever. I'm only getting smarter, wiser, building a better team, building stronger relationships. And y'all just should fucking give it up. That's, that's truly what I wanted to say. So That's respect. Yeah. What's the end goal for you both? I've always wanted to be a really good father. Wow. That's, that. that's my end goal, which is interesting because before I knew that that was dad's goal, I, I had that goal. I just have always wanted to be a really good dad. Because the idea of leaving a legacy myself is cool. But, like, the idea of teaching legacy is much more exciting. Yeah, it's funny. Like, interestingly enough, I, I dream of the same thing and getting to become, like, best friends with my kids and just being there all the time, which is why I work so hard is to have the financial freedom to be able to not work when they're born and to just like be with them all the time and mm. be that trusted source and best friend mm. and their teacher and doing 
giving them this amazing, amazing life. To me, that's the coolest thing. And doing it with my wife at the time, which I believe will be Utah. Oh, inshallah, inshallah, you know, Utah. Where's you know? this inshallah yeah, what's shit going coming on from? I like, I like the word. I, I appreciate uh, <laughs> Arabic culture and language a lot. And I, I think God willing is a very humbling thing to say after any desire is expressed of sorts. Um, oh, I was going to say something. I was going to say something. Say it. Talking about, talking about being a dad. Wives. Talking about wives. And goal. Legacy. And goal, legacy. Shit. I don't know what I was going to say. I think what you were, you were going to say that, like, we should breed uh, and, like, have kids. Uh, if we pop out a good group of kids, I really think we're the next Kardashians. <laughs> <laughs> Is that what you want? I'll, I'll be, like, the Kris Jenner. You want to be the Kardashians? No, 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 no. no. I just think it's funny. I don't, I don't, I don't, I want to let my kids, like, choose what they want to do and if they want to do all the fame crazy shit. But I have a feeling that my kids are probably going to be fucking lit and crazy and want want all the smoke. Especially if you have kids with Utah. Yeah. Yo, they're going to be tanks. They're going to be like six foot seven. And, 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 and 300 pounds. I need equity <laughs> in your kids. Nah, like just even 1%. <laughs> Let's do it. Just a little 1%. Just a little 1%. Give, give me a little uncle equity. All right. All right, I'm down. Can I get some equity in uh, in your kids? Yeah, hundred percent. Uh, fuck them kids. <laughs> I don't, that's the thing. That's something morbid and dystopian about like equity in children. <laughs> I have equity in my manager, Jeff's baby. She signed a contract. Actually, and for purpose, no. <laughs> Wow, I tried though. I tried to get ten percent of live for perpetuity, but turns out, yeah, it turns out babies can't sign contracts. Whatever, <laughs> whatever. That's yeah, stupid. Whatever. Eighteen whatever. years old. Okay, stupid. Ass. I have a question. You guys being on the absolute, I don't know, forefront's the word. I think forefront might be the word. The forefront of social media. Um, obviously, seeing some of the highest highs and reaping some of the greatest benefits of social media and seeing some of the lowest lows and being torn down and, and dealing with some of the downsides of social media. Do you, Logan, think that, that social media has had a net positive or net negative effect on the world? For me, it's definitely a net positive. Although shit sucks. Not for you, though. For the world. Yeah, like for the world. world. You think, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For the world, yeah. Although shit sucks, I think there's a lot of value in the collective rise of emotional intelligence that exists because of social media like that connectivity and you the think people are more emotionally intelligent in the real world because that, of social media than in like 1980 for yeah. sure bro for, for sure. sure now now people can go wait a second i've been sad for like 30 days am i fucking depressed and how do i deal with this what am i feeling can i talk to a therapist in 1980 everyone just you know stifled everything they felt because it was not it was taboo to be yourself i mean like i i don't know i i i think i think people being able to be themselves is beautiful and i think we can do that now more because of social media than in the past and for that reason i think it's a net positive okay yeah i think i see the other side of it though where you can only believe in something if you know what it is or like heard of it or if it, it if you believe something then it becomes real fair it's so you can manifest your own depression and your own anxiety fair. if you're not very careful so if you'd actually in countries like john where he's from czech republic he's like bro like no one's depressed or has anxiety because it doesn't exist there those words don't exist there well and i, and I think culturally, so you can't believe in something that doesn't exist 
or can't uh, have what, what were you gonna say about the culture I, I, I was gonna say that culturally i think certain countries are more in tune with what we innately need as humans to not be depressed and that the, the structure of their culture might cater more to that whereas i personally believe that the way things set up over here is it's not so good and i think this does play a, a big role in that um but yeah i would say that that potentially that's maybe why maybe but also like when i go to the netherlands and like they're clearly getting more social connections than we are over here they're outside they're they're clearly more they're active than so we are here and it's like happy if depression really? rates are lower there it's it's obvious why you won't see a single person not smiling well happiness is actually digressing and having less so in america everything is about abundance mm. and we have this abundance mentality mm -hmm. and i think there they're happy with their little house and their little garden for sure. and their little bike that they ride around for sure. and their little meal. Yeah, because it that's, turns out that's, that's what matters. That's yeah. all they need and yeah. want. And Simplicity. so here everything is abundance and, you know, you, it's just over the top and excessive. And that's what we have known. So happiness is really digressing and actually being ha and living in less. And that also is gratitude. At the same time, it's appreciating the fact that you just like woke up in the morning. It's appreciating the, the fact that you have friends. It's appreciating that you, oxygen. I, I sit there in the morning. I'm like, thank you for oxygen. Like, mm. thank you for this sunlight. Thank you for these rays and this energy. Thank you for all of this. And um, that has brought a ton of happiness and is actually moving backwards and moving into into less. And I think they have that there. Mm. Um and then I think but, there's a way to like utilize more once it's understood. Like I think like for example, like the, the phone, like, like most things in the world, it's neutral. My concern with it, and I, I just think this is an interesting discussion with you guys because of the position you're in and fucking you got, this is, this is what you've built all this off of. My, my concern with social media and these tools is that like a lot of our social connections which are super important for humans to be happy a lot of our romantic connections our sexual connections a lot of our psychological needs are attempted to being met on this phone where like okay now i'm not going and getting real life social connections because i feel and think that i'm getting all the social connections i need on this phone i'm not going out and pursuing sexual connections because i get everything i need from say porn i'm not doing these things in real life because i i feel like <laughs> I'm getting them here. It turns out you're not actually getting them here. You're just being like, you're getting like, you're getting those psychological needs like poked, but not actually massaged. And then this, I think, is what's contributing to like a lot of people being really fucked up and confused as to why they're, they're not satisfied in life and why they're upset. But I think once you understand that and understand, okay, like I still need these in my real life, then you can use this as a, as a weapon. Then you can use this and be like, okay, I'm not gonna get lost in this and think that it's, all that I need in life. I'm going to utilize this as a tool and maybe craft this fucking Alexandria's library to work for me, not against me. And I think that that's the key with it. We will have the answer to whether or not social media is net positive or net negative with Generation Z, I think. We mm. are kind of caught. I think I think you might be Gen Z, but maybe the Gen, gen Alpha. No, I think the, he's Gen X. I think no, I'm Gen no, Z. No, no, you're not Gen Z. I don't think. Regardless, regardless, it's going to be interesting to see how they navigate social media. You know, because I mean, three years old, you're swiping on an iPad. Mm. Yo, that yo, shit is yo. When I was three years old, 
the idea of swiping on something to get a digital image to move across the screen was fucking insane. And that concept is going to be insane for kids 50 years from now. So we can speculate all we want, but I think the questions will be answered and we are kind of the last generation to be able to touch both sides, which is fucking cool. Like we remember the days in the iPhone. We remember the days where... Again, maybe not you, but I, I, I remember the days. <laughs> Where, man, the the phone had a cord attached to the wall, son. That's insane. You had to knock on people's doors to ask them to hang out in the neighborhood. The only bikes around. The, the only way you'd know if your friends are hanging out is if all the bikes were in the front yard. Yeah. Like, whoa! Crazy. So we can see both sides and appreciate where we're going and where we've come from. But eventually, this 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 digital Android device that has become part of us will be paramount to everything. Well, I think technology is moving so fast now that it actually is is hurting a lot of people. And I think maybe it'll catch up about like the knowledge around how to use it, but then there's just going to be something new. Yeah. And so I think almost now technology is going to move faster than humans can adapt to the hurt of the technology. And, yeah. and it's only getting faster and humans can only adapt so fast. So it's, it's almost this like in my life a lot of balance never comes ending cycle from failure and I don't think like you have the luxury of that like when this device is in your hands I don't know of of, of failing yes okay yeah it's it's not as realistic like how do you fail on the phone where do you fail publicly yeah if yeah if you go public you sure can but that sucks that no that 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 would even make what you're saying true is like the forum for failures seen by everyone and that's scary as shit yeah damn and the anonymity factor is a is a real problem too where then um i i think i saw somewhere that twitter will be making people verify their accounts with uh their ids yeah interesting so which is so fucking smart oh my you, god cuz uh, freedom of speech Great. Yeah. People should be able to fucking enjoy the first constitutional right. Hate is just too faceless. But when you have a face attached to your speech, oh my something God. tells me you're going to watch what the fuck you say. Yeah. Especially if you're held accountable with it. I think there needs to be, I think there needs to be some program that holds people accountable in perpetuity. So, and I guess like this shit. is what happens, right? You like, you've, technology advances. There's like everything with medicine, with technology, there's unexpected side effects of it. And, when those side effects comes, you scramble around and try and like put band-aids on them and figure out patches for them. And like, for example, something like restricting anonymity on Twitter is like a patch. I'm like, okay, we didn't expect this to be a problem is the fact that people can just be anonymous and say whatever the fuck they want. Uh, now we're going to patch that. I think a problem is when you can't keep up with the patchwork where technology is advancing at a rate way faster than you can patch up all the side effects of it. And and I, I think that's a concern too. Is like that's life. Yeah, that's life, man. We, we have we have crossed the threshold for hyper advancement, and now with AI, we're fucked, oh brother. Yeah, what are your thoughts? This shit is moving. Ooh, we're fucked, speeds. brother. My thoughts are fucking go outside. <laughs> go outside. Take a breath of please, fresh air please. through your nostrils. Sit down. Eat some pick, grass. Eat. Pick some blades of grass. Eat them. Build a fort. Get bored. Get Make a, a whistle with your hands. Collect bugs. 
you can, you can, Logan's <laughs> gonna do it. Like bucks. I don't know if rip, I can. Get I into lost a, it. Get into a ripstick war and get into a fist fight. Honestly, yeah. yeah like, get into so a, go get into a fist fight. Oh my. Oh, get one of those black plastic ramps and see how far yes. you can jump on your bike. <laughs> yeah. And see if you could jump your friends. Yep. Yes. Wow, the black plastic ramp. <laughs> the black with the X on it. With the X on it. X Games ramps. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh my goodness. But kids don't even know about that shit. But also, like what we're doing right now is what every parent did to us. Like back in my day. I used to so and so and so and so, and they're like, yeah. I think every generation has this they will. concern about the generation they will. after yeah. them. But also, some fuck man. My mom was kind of right about a lot of those things, and like a lot yeah. of things she told me, like back in my day, you should do it this way. And I was like, yeah, fuck you, mom. We still I'm gonna fucking to... go jerk off and porn and watch Twitter <laughs> all day and fucking scroll on my phone. But like and now, like, you're trying to live by a lot of those teachings yeah. that she was preaching when you were younger. Man, maybe you were right about a lot of that. Exactly. Turns out parents may know some shit. Like yeah. this next generation. I don't like, know. That's a bold statement. You I need think, to go I pick up a fucking iPad. <laughs> Like that's what they're gonna be saying in the next generation. <laughs> yeah. right. Back Go in my pick day, up we had iPads. <laughs> Go pick up an iPad. Get on TikTok. Like it's, uh, it's, it's fucked up. You haven't had enough. Enough mm, what? That's kind of maybe where I'm at. Life on camera for the world to see. Yeah, maybe we have, dude. Yeah, when when do you guys just say fuck it and just? Honestly, honestly, the honest answer. When we both hit that B. Mm. Yeah, I'm out this bitch when I hit that B. I'm out, and you're gonna see it unhinged, unfiltered. Yo, I can't <laughs> wait, Jake. I can't. The problem wait. is, you have no idea. You think it's a problem now? I don't believe that that's the exit for either of you guys because you get that B, and then like with everything else in your lives, you've wanted to just build on top of it. That's gonna, the one. That's gonna, the one issue. I'm gonna be when I hit the B. I'm I'm turning into Batman to save society. Oh, that B stand for Batman. <laughs> no, literally, I'm putting on the cape, and I am just gonna philosophize. Yeah, I, I wanted to ask earlier if like philosophize and the fuck out of shit and yeah. help these fucked up minds and yeah. and knowing that I I was one of the fucked up minds, so I can help save these people. But it's going to take a little bit of uh <laughs> it's it's going to rub a lot of people the wrong way. I want I have a lot of things to, to say that yeah. I can't say now. The I've been um the problem playing is it smart. When you when you say too much and and you put yourself all the way out there, you're always going to be polarizing. Like how many people do you know that are likable all the way through? If you really know them. Mm -hmm. The more you say and the more you show who you are, the more people are gonna agree and disagree with you. And so we've said too much, dude. We've said we've said way too much, which is why I look forward to falling back. But at that point in time, like I don't give a fuck about yeah, he wants to no, fair, being man. liked fair. or being liked or whatever. It's fair. like I need to say these things because y'all need help. The the world is crumbling you, really. Yeah, but you really think you can make a difference, Jake. I know I can. Like, like, and it, and it's the people who like, are crazy enough to think they can change the world that do change the world. Fair. I don't. I don't. I don't necessarily mean that. That was. That was. That, was, that came across wrong. If I don't I necessarily mean like. Like you're making a difference now. I'm saying like. You don't think our species is kind of doomed, like as a whole. There's no sense in thinking that though. There's no really because if we are, if uh, we are, then yeah. we are. But you might as well assume optimism. You might as well assume that it can be helped. I've been so and pessimistic lately. Yeah, but there's no point. Yeah, my it's like if we're doing no, there is no point. There's no point. Is what I'm saying, dude. Zoom out. No, no, I'm saying there's no, no zoom point out. Being pessimistic. We are floating on a fucking Earth rock, a flat one that is flying through space, yeah. an infinite space that is being heated up by a giant ball of fire. We don't know what we're doing. 
We don't know what we are. How we got we here. We don't know how we I got here. We, are. we don't know where we're going. <laughs> we don't know shit about shit. What the fuck are we doing here? Does anything really matter? So or does matters. everything matter? Everything so matters. That, that. A- because everything is matter. Wait, but by the way, what bars, 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 <laughs> bars. Actually, I do actually I do know what we are. We're actually all like light. We're just light beings. <laughs> We're light beans. We're light, yeah. We're all from the rays of, of sunlight. That's our cousin, what we're made up of. Our cousin Adam died recently. Oh, shit. I don't know if you know this. Of course, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, you know, he came back to life. Yeah, and he met, he met God, and God told him, like, there's more. I'm going to cure you. He said, you got you yeah, to keep gotta fighting. Go you got to tell more. people I exist. Exactly, and there's more for you to do. And he came back. But, but per, dude, pronounced dead three times. Called the family three and times. said, "Yo, he passed away." Jeez. And then three he times. came back. He died three times. That's so there's so definitely some like interdimensional, transmutational, spiritual something going on. There yeah, is. Yeah, what's it's in- the nine dimensions that like all. I thought there were twelve. There's nine. But it's all of that combined, and it's just it's obviously it's like a different um, conversation. For a different time, but, but also what you said just there, that rant you went on, is also a lot of what is catering to a lot of people's like suffering and depression right now. Is like we've had this ability in recent times because things have gotten so comfortable for us to zoom way, 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 way out and look at things from so far that we're like, wait a second, if there's no God and we're really just on this rock and it's gonna burn up someday and all of this is gonna disappear, then nothing matters. And like that is the nihilistic mindset that's plaguing a lot of people today yeah. where they're like lost in purposelessness yeah and that also is what's gotten me reinterested okay so no yeah so then t- so time out so time out like why like every decision you make matters because your life matters when you wake up in the morning you care mm. and you have love even if it's deep down, even if you're depressed and dark and all that, there's love still in, in there somewhere because you're getting up to do something that day. And that's, that matters. That changes the world. 100%. Every single person is a contributor to society. Do we lose everything again? <laughs> I wonder how that first half of this podcast looks. Yeah, I'm so curious. Cooked up, boy. <laughs> no, you're right. It's easy to say nothing matters until somebody's... Face with you know like what I do, but also I. Like that. It's like, oh, if nothing matters, then like try to write off your. You know what I do, and then you should just you should just be done. Then, mm-hmm. if if nothing matters, okay, then, what then why like- are you here? Like, your parents birthed you into this beautiful world. That's a fucking miracle that we're even alive. Mm-hmm. I prefer to rationalize my dilemma with the current thought that makes the most sense. What do you mean? Like, if something crazy bad happens. I zoom out and like, none of this shit, fucking shit matters anyways, whatever. And then if a small decision I make that feels maybe not the right one at the moment turns out to yield something good, I'm like, see, everything matters. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I hear you. <laughs> like, you know, you know how people say everything happens for a reason? Does it? Or are you just saying that to make yourself feel good about every decision you make? Which is fine. And that's what I'm saying. I do. I, I like whatever current situation is going on i will rationalize it with the thought that makes the most sense and can get me to the next minute yeah i hear you it makes me feel better sometimes i just i live on the fence i, I have a question i mean that's kind of where i'm at yeah, yeah i don't know i don't know anything 
would would you say that like so then are are you kind of agnostic in your beliefs you don't you don't know what I think the ability for people to say I don't know is one of the most elevated statuses you can be and I'd say yeah I I identify with being agnostic for sure I just my problem with like organized religion is the intolerance that's the part that I don't get about God like why would God not accept certain people for their like beliefs or being you made you made us yeah what why would i not be uh allowed to be me without being qualified as a sin that makes no fucking sense to me that makes like borderline no fucking no, that's sense a to valid me. stumbling block to have so i yeah so, so i go i pull back a little bit on that these religions were created on moral codes that were created by humans, man, our species has been around for 200,000 years. Homo sapiens sapiens have been around for 200,000 years. Organized religion, like, has been around for 2,000, 4,000, like, 10,000 max years. So what happened to all the people, the 190,000 years of people beforehand who didn't have a theory about our, um, insert organized religion name here, this is God. Well, well yeah. Did they go to heaven? Did they go to hell? Did they even have those constructs? What it, what what happened to them? But I think it's a great moral code for a lot of people. It's yeah. fan, it's fantastic. The structure is definitely it's it's, great. it's fantastic. And, and that's where I've I've landed with a lot of this stuff and like my request to God has always been if you're there please make me aware of you cuz I would love I would love to know that there's God. I would love to I would love to that sounds great. But without an experience with God, I can't claim that I believe in God. So then where I fall with a lot of these religious texts is that like but, what they are, even with or without God's existence, what they are is a damn good moral code yeah, for, for sure. a happy life for, for sure. me and everybody else here on the world. For sure. Wait, and, but but just the belief of God makes him real in your own mind. But that's not what these religious scripts claim that God is. It's just No, but that's not what I'm saying. But even mind. even if you just believe that God is real in your own mind well, sure, then he's that, real that, but, but what if you're and, born into like a circumstance that's out of your control for example like my situation prior to like me being old enough to change my situation outside of just praying to the lord above me and implementing hard work into my life to break a cycle that you know was brought on to me through my father and my my mother and their fucking parents teachings like that was something out of my control so it's like for a long period of my life, I didn't have any belief in anything besides, okay, I got to work hard to change this. I can't fucking pray. I was, I, was, I was homeless half my life. My mother's a fucking junkie. My dad's a gang member. Like, what the fuck is giving me a reason to believe? I'm, I'm couch hopping with my, my family. I don't even have, like, a, a stable situation. And it's out of my control. I can't do anything about it. What well, is giving me that, like, reason to believe? You, God is, so people say, okay, why, why isn't God saving me? We are God. Right. That, that's the God is within us. So you are your own savior. That's what people don't understand is that the, there, there are these external like force and we envision him, you know, as whatever, but we are God because we can create. But that also is a potentially like dangerous line of thinking. I think it's for for individuals to think that they're God. That that, that because of the way you you're saying it, yeah. Like, but we are. That's that's the thing. Honestly, we are light beings from the sun, and we have God within us, and we all have the capabilities of God. He, he created the universe, and we can create as well. 
And so, and I think it's like it's almost unfair to have these conversations about religion without somebody that it is. is we're we're is we're being fools right now. Like ever ever just in that. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm trying to be as reasonable as possible. Like my situation kind of gave me reason. No, for sure. Your yours is very unique. Um, the producer producer yeah, asking, should, bro. You talk about me being late. Look at me trying to be on time. Yeah, <laughs> no, hell we'll, no. Um, we'll jump on this call, uh, lady, ladies and gentlemen. Hopefully, the first half of this I pod would, I would love that. is saved and not corrupted. Logan, thank you for coming on, bro. Um, Yo, th- make sure thanks. make sure y'all tune in. Watch him fight October fourteenth. Mm, yeah, I think yeah. it's gonna be a first round knockout. If he shows up, if he shows up, yeah. that's the Hopefully. thing. I don't. Uh, how do we feel? Is he showing up? I'm ending. So I'm ending the oh, show. You're right. You're right. You're right. And you right. just like are kind of trying to keep asking <laughs> oh, questions. No, no, yeah. So it, shut it, the fuck up. It could have been short and sweet. And uh, thank you guys for watching. Thank God. BS with Jake Paul. I'm swerving. If a try to holler, she gon' curve him. We came from under rugs like a Persian.